last time on Out of the Forest. He was one of the victims um, that we were able to save from the back rooms, and he wasn't doing too well afterwards, so Carninos offered to take him to the hospital, um, and he told us that he was checked in and just doing fine and recovering. But the agent told me that Victor never made it to the hospital. He wouldn't do it for no reason. If he did it, he had a reason for it. What kind of a reason would be to allow a kid to die? What even, what even is this book? Iconography of the late Mesolithic era? What? Hey, how could you, this possibly be useful? You never know! You, mister, I'm, I'm a god. You know, we've been pretty lacking in, in the, the library department, so we need library stuff, and that's library stuff. Okay, the secondhand bookshop had a sale, and I just kind of went a little overboard. But you never know, we can use all of these things eventually. Who knows what's lurking in this town? Yeah, who knows what's lurking in this town? I would feel more comfortable, I think, if if we asked him about it. But I don't want to do it by myself. I'll help you ask him about it. I would very much like some answers as well. Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about coming up with more of these than I really ever planned to. We are currently playing Monster Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Kernunos. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. We return back to Baron's cabin. Uh, Enif has set down the tea with Isaac at their side. Uh, everyone is collecting their teacups. Uh, what are you all doing? Sipping on that sweet, sweet tea. <laughs> with some honey. If I'm remembering, if I'm remembering <laughs> the time continuity, uh, Kernunas had just returned a book to the bookshelf. Isaac is incredibly anxious. Um... He's, like, wringing his hands and, like, grabbing his teacup and setting it down and picking it up again and kind of setting it down and, like... Okay, um, I think, I think Enif is going to, um, like, uh, go ahead and sit, like, on the couch or wherever we are at, um, and sees that, uh, Isaac is super anxious <laughs> and, uh... We'll probably call out to Kronunos. Um, Kronunos, come, come sit down with us. There's something we want to discuss with you. Oh, that uh, sounds so official. <laughs> I'm afraid. Do you want me to be more cash about it? I, I just. Uh, hey, yo, Kern, come sit down on this chair with us. Sit your ass in the chair. <laughs> um, all right, sure. And uh, he finishes putting the book on the shelf and double checks the. Uh, Alphabetic, that it's alphabetically organized and then comes and sits. Is everyone on the couch? I don't know. Are is we there ha- like an armchair? I don't think Baron is. I think Baron's just kind of like standing near the bookshelf with like the tea. He's, <laughs> He's just sipping like the sipping. tea. He's yeah. sipping the tea, just looking at the, at the bookshelf, going like, mm, mm, good job, good job. That is a solid. That's what great job. craftsmanship. <laughs> and then like kind of sees like Kernunos like go over and sit down and then kind of is like thinking like, Wait, what? What do they want to talk about? I'm just kind of <laughs> see how this plays out. 
I'm gonna say that Turnunus does not sit on the on the couch with the two of them because that's a weird way to have a conversation. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't in the know. Middle of them. <laughs> down the line. Oh, I was thinking down the line, but yeah, in the middle is even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like you'd just be stuck in the middle between Isaac. <laughs> Honestly, so, uh, next time someone asks me to have a conversation, power move. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the middle. Sitting my ass down in the middle of these two people. <laughs> seeing how they react. That would be like if your boss asked you into their office and you sat on their side of the desk. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they, they weren't on the other side. <laughs> you just pulled the chair around. He <laughs> sat side by side with him in front of their computer. Thank you for having me here. Oh no. <clears throat> anyway, he sits in a chair that isn't the couch. I don't know okay. what this what the situation is, but he finds a chair. Okay. Um I think uh uh <laughs> I think Enif will start just kind of seeing how nervous Isaac is about it. Um which uh, I'm trying to think how Enif would start this. Mm. I, yeah, I think Enif would just kind of put down their tea and just say, um, we've come into some information and we just wanted to double check if our account of events match up. All right, go ahead, shoot. When we were getting uh, people back out of the back rooms... There was a young man that we had rescued, and you had brought him to the hospital to get treated. Uh, yes, that's right. His name was... Victor. Uh, yes, quite right. And what happened to him after he went to the hospital? Um, hard to say. I did not stick around. Uh, I thought you said that, that you took him to the hospital and that they you know they didn't make it they died of their wounds there i i mean this, yes i that did happen i was not at the hospital when he i wasn't sitting by his bedside so to speak Enif's gonna kind of look over at baron baron do you know something about this victor kid um i mean all i know is that we tried to take him to the hospital and they they died after that, that they didn't make it. That's that's what Kiernanos told me. So you were both there. Did he make it to the hospital, or did he die before he got to the hospital? I took him to the hospital. If he was dead before I, we got there, I did, was not aware. And you never saw the the kid after... You dropped him off. The, you don't know what became of him. Other than the fact that he passed away, no. Enif kind of looks over at Isaac, <laughs> seeing how he wants to handle this situation. At any point, was his body left in a forest? I think, uh, like, Kernunas' eyebrow lifts a little bit. Uh, was he left in the woods? No. I mean, not, not that I'm aware of. Is that how... I don't think... I've seen graveyards. I don't think that's how bodies are traditionally uh, dis not disposed of. That's not the right word. Um, so you are you saying you brought his body to the hospital? Was he alive when you brought him to the hospital? Uh, 
again, I was holding a limp body in my arms. I teleported from the college to the hospital. If he had passed while I was carrying him, I have no... I, I had no way of knowing if that was the case. I wasn't I wasn't sticking around to check the pulse of the body I was leaving on the step. He's just shaking his head almost imperceptibly. Isaac, is there... Obviously there's something that's not adding up. I can tell that something's bothering you. What, what is this? You said that you received information. What? What is it? Somebody that I have reason to trust now... <clears throat> told me that Victor's body did not make it to the hospital and it was left to die in the forest outside and then it just disappeared. You were the last person with it, Kernunos. What happened to him? Where? I, I'm sorry, you got this information from who exactly? The agency, okay? Agent Mendez talked to me when you guys weren't around. She gave me information about this. She's also the one who came and saved us when we were at the hospital being attacked by whoever that was from the cult. She's given me no reason not to trust her. I just want to make sure that what she's saying is true. Isaac, you realize the the agency literally... The agency literally chased us through a park with guns? And we had to hide out in an abandoned house. But clearly they weren't trying to attack us or kill us or anything. We've met with them since. They were just trying to get back with us after what had happened. Isaac, I don't know what to, to tell you here. Um, the, the agency has certainly shown their hand. Uh, they are the ones, after all, who are funding the research at the Polymer Labs. Franks was a, a friend, and we just rescued him, but... If you trust the agency over me, I don't know quite what what to say. Is there any way to insight check him? <laughs> um, I don't think there are. You can make rules. me roll. You can make me try to charm him. Uh, yeah, hold on, hold on. I have I have telepathy. I can read oh, people's thoughts. Yeah, I was about to oh say. My oh, oh my god! You god. fucking can't oh, yeah. get hey, you. Real quick, hold on. Before we jump into this, has. <laughs> Has Isaac ever done this to Kernunos? No. I don't think he's done it to... I don't think he's done it to any of us. He's done it to, like, a couple of NPCs so far. NPCs at most. Yeah, but I think I can understand this being the thing that, like, breaks the camel's back for Isaac to try and use it on us. But but what? I don't think he's ever felt the need. At some point, was it it Isaac or Enif that, like, saw Kernunos in a celestial state? That was, I think it was Enif, Enif. Was Enif. when okay. uh, Isaac tore uh, Isaac ex- e- uh, Iris tore everyone's soul out. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah. So Isaac has not seen into the infinite horror that is looking <laughs> at a god, right? Yep. <laughs> no. no okay. I do not believe so. Now. Okay. Well, then Isaac, you are in for something very exciting when you try to read his mind. <laughs> oh, a wild ride. You're gonna read his. You're gonna read his mind, but not exactly like. I don't know. It'll depend, I guess, on what Chris thinks and also how well I Okay, um... Yeah. First off, Kernunos, go ahead and give me a term. Person. I think that's the first step in what what is happening here. I think literally in the rulebook it's like, if you're trying to lie, you do this to another player. Um, I am having a 
hardest time seeing it? Is it not a move? Am it I just going to roll be. charm? Manipulate person, sorry. Okay. That's, <laughs> like, that's I'm looking why. around and I was like, I don't see The ability words. is charm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the, the yeah. move is called manipulate person. That's an eight. That is an eight. That is a mixed success on a mixed success against a player. Um, they can they can choose whichever they want to do, uh, but they mark experience if they uh, trust you. Um which I think Isaac is not doing right now. No. Uh, Isaac, um, one second. Let me just review something real quick. All right, yeah, I think that's going to be an investigative mystery using your telepathy. Okay. Because so... you're, you're, try- you're ca- trying to figure out what is being concealed here, and that is an investigative mystery question. Gotcha. So I will roll for investigative mystery. So yep. that's just basic sharp. No forward. Un- unless uh, telepathy allows you to use a difference. I don't think it does, so... It's just, yeah, investigate mystery yep. and read a bad situation without needing to talk. You still roll the moves as normal, except people mm-hmm. will not expect the weirdness of your mental communication. So Kroonun is still feel the probe. That is a seven. So yeah, you do get one question, and yeah, uh, Kroonun, you will f- sense something that's happening as Isaac drives into your brain using the, the, I don't know, spooky energy he's yeah. sort of connected with spooky at this point. Um, uh, yeah, what is, what is being, being concealed, concealed what, what does this look like for Isaac, Dominic? Uh, what, uh, uh, um, Isaac asked the question, and then... Wait, no, the question's already asked, right? Yeah, it's, it's what is being concealed here. He was asking if, it, like... What happened okay. that night? What happened to Victor? What actually happened? So um, I could also ask what happened here. That is a question. Yeah, but I think ultimately you're, you are trying to drive into what Kerninus is hiding. Yeah. Okay. So I think what is being concealed here is the most apt question. I think they'll both get to the same place though. So okay. it's a bit so, of a moot point. Isaac, I think I think when you when Isaac starts to do this, I imagine he's probably, he, it's like an, an instinct. He's like, all right, well, you know, let me just do this. And then there's a, a moment where you're like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't be reaching into the mind of a divine being. Um, but as you're doing this, like you uh, extend your, your telepathic energy out and you kind of expect resistance or something funky to happen, but it is normal. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Compared to compared comparatively out of the ordinary, it's still weird because you're <laughs> using your 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 spooky mind powers. But, um... Okay. Yeah. So so, uh, Kenneth, you feel a little bit of weirdness. It and, and I want to make it clear that there, there is no physical sensation. Like your head doesn't feel weird or anything. It feels weird in your thoughts, which is a strange sensation because you, there's not usually. Sen- uh, foreign sensations in your own thoughts. Chris, would you uh, say that it's a new sensation? No. Uh, and <laughs> Isaac, uh, you see uh, Kernunos appearing in the woods outside of the uh, the hospital. Um, you you don't. Well, no, you recognize the hospital. You you, you actually I think went there during. Um, I have been admitted the backrooms adventure. Yes. Oh yeah, that too. Uh, it's it's not the hospital you were most recently to. It's it is the one on the uh, the the eastern side of town, and um, you see uh, Kernus, uh get into these woods and then kind of look around and then drop the body in a bush 
and then you see him take out his phone and uh, text Balanus something. Uh, the, the 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 vision is quickly kind of breaking apart as Kerninus's natural like natural brain defenses knock you out of his brain. Um, but yeah, you definitely see him like hide the body and text Balanus something. He just he's staring hard at Kernunos and he's frowning and there's like tears welling like in the corner of his eyes I think uh, Kernunos abruptly stands uh, maybe even like knocking the chair that he was sitting in over and he just kind of uh, like staring intensely at Isaac just what did you just do I saw that Kernunos, I just, I saw what you just saw. I saw you put his body in a bush and you texted Balanos. What did you text her? He he looks like, it looks like he's straining for a second. Just like his muscles strain, like his face strains for a second. And then he um, calms a little bit and he says, uh, Isaac, I don't know what you just did or what you just saw. But I highly recommend that you either forget it or reinterpret the information you have. Isaac, what did you see? Do you want to share it, Kernunos? What what are, I think, what Enif and Baron are doing will determine how Kernunos responds to this. Um, I think Enif is still on the couch and are there looking very, like, um, I would say concerned because (laughs) they just witnessed an intense glaring competition between a demigod and the quietest member of our group (laughs) it's very very confused and whatever whatever um i'm i mean like i know enif has been helping isaac with their like psychic abilities so they might have determined pretty quickly that okay maybe this was a vision type situation and whatever whatever this exchange was has obviously been very uh emotionally um draining for Isaac, so I think that they're going to kind of go closer to Isaac's side and try and comfort him. Baron, Baron has no idea what's going on, because all of a sudden you just stood... Baron you, just, just, just like, uh, drinks his tea and then up and leaves. The friends, <laughs> the friends are fighting and Baron literally has no idea why. Baron's like, I'm gonna stay in my lane. It's okay, guys. I'm out. He's like, Baron just slams his fist on the table like, you're tearing this family apart! <laughs> Alright, so we just built this magical laboratory for an explosion, so if you think this is going to get magical, please take it in there. I'm going to be upstairs. <laughs> I'm going to be upstairs. Um, no, I, I think he's, he's he's concerned that this, the whole story is not there, and he wants to know what's going on. So, uh, he's, yeah, basically going to say, Isaac, if there's something that you saw, I'm I'm curious. I think we need to know what's going on. Kernunus, I want to I want to trust you, but I've never seen Isaac like this. Isaac, do you remember you asked me once what happens when you die? Hold on. That sounds like a threat. I I'm not trying to threaten you. I I'm quite literally just trying to recall a moment in time. I told you that the way that spirits move Victor's spirit was needed in a way that would not happen naturally, and I had to make sure that it moved the way that it needed to. What did you use his spirit for? His spirit was used... Well, I'll start start this story by saying that his spirit was requested by 
<laughs> Arca- um, essentially, the, the goddess of witchcraft. So, Enif, uh, enjoy this one. Um, his spirit was requested as, I suppose, not an experiment per se, but as evidence to better understand what's going on in Mansdale. As a human who had been in close contact with one of the monsters and who had been killed in its realm, or at least mortally wounded there, his spirit was needed as research material. Enos kind of like looking at Isaac. Um, so, it, it's true then that you chose not to actually bring him to the hospital. Correct. And you used his spirit for a research request from the goddess of witchcraft. Correct. So you... It, you could have taken Victor to the hospital. And he could have lived? I can't speak to the second, but certainly I could have gotten him into the hospital. Kernunas. <sighs> and then you lied to us about it. I suppose I did. For this exact reason, mind you. What, because of how we'd react? Precisely. Especially how Isaac would react. Isaac, you are entwined with a soul that is removed from its body. If anyone was going to, I suppose, empathize most, it would have been him. Kununus, why do you think we do what we do? Why do you think we help fight these monsters? To protect the people of Munster, of course. Why do you think I'm... Why... Why do you think I do what I do, Baron? Because it's as your pantheon requests, it seems. And what do you think is our end goal, the pantheon? Uh, I, I have no idea at this point, honestly. I never have. And it's feeling a lot like we really never will, and whatever the gods want is not for mortals to even know or understand and it's beyond our comprehension I think um, you say that and, and Kuninus he, he actually like kind of pauses for a second and then sighs uh, a little deeply and says um, perhaps that is true but I am here to get to the bottom of what's happening and to stop it from continuing there is something at work in Munsdale and we are closer than ever to figuring out what it is Victor's death was a tool to get us to this point. And while I do not want I do not wish that he had to die. Believe me when I say I, I do not I do not revel in the killing of humans. In fact, once upon a time, the more humans the better. That, that's that was my motto. <laughs> that was on my business cards. That was on my business cards. I am as a divine being, my existence hinges hinged upon humanity and its ability to worship and to believe. I do not want to kill humans. I want to make sure that this town is protected and there is an evil force at work that we know so little about. So yes, I had to make sure that Victor died so that his soul could be used for research. 
And was the knowledge you gained worth his soul? I don't know. You don't know? Whatever information was gleaned was not shared directly with me. So the information from this research sacrifice, you didn't even get the information? Uh, I think Baron literally just has his fingers like on his on his nose, like reaching in his forehead, like, oh my god. I'll be honest, I don't know what to think at this point. Same. I mean, are we really even helping? We abandoned four people in the in the static realm we were just in. And we abandoned people in the back rooms. And one of the few people we actually managed to save, he ended up killing anyways. What good are we really even doing? Enough. Don't... You can't think that way. Imagine if we weren't here. Franks would be dead. Baron would be trapped. You would be trapped in that static dimension. The first thing that we ever did as a group, Isaac excluded, sorry, was fail to rescue an old woman from dying. But if we hadn't done something, how many people would have died? How many people would have been trapped in the back rooms? How many people would have been killed by the vampire? We cannot save everyone, Enoch. We got Franks out. And you know what? That's good enough at the end of the day. It's better than nothing, certainly. You know what's better than nothing is being truthful with the people that you're fighting with. I mean, if we're supposed to be a group and we're supposed to be trying to save the town and we're supposed to try to save these people, how can we do that if one of our members is not telling the rest of us that he sacrificed a body for research that he has yet to find the answer about whether or not that did any good. You you see what this looks like. Isaac, do you want the truth? Yes. Isaac, I have been staving off the goddess of the underworld from getting Iris's soul. If you want the truth, that is something that I have been doing. Why would the goddess of the underworld even want Iris's soul? I think you'll find that the goddess of the underworld wants all the souls. <laughs> Especially ones that are dead. It's kind of her thing. I, I guess, yeah, I suppose that's true. Okay, thank you. Why Why was that something that you didn't think that you could share earlier? Because you're already trying to figure this these things out. If I told you that a, a divine being personally had it out for you, I don't... <laughs> I didn't think you'd react well to that. You're actually taking it quite well now. I'm just appreciating having all of the pieces so that as a group we're more informed and can make better decisions. Being kept in the dark and not knowing what you're supposed to be scared of is not a good way to be friends with people. Thank you for sharing. I, I agree with Isaac. I want to trust all of you. At this point, you're really all I have left in the world. But... If we all we do is lie to each other, then we won't be able to trust one another. Yeah, and I think this well, probably includes me, but I think we need to start 
laying everything on the table. Just whenever we find out anything, really, at this point. I mean, we're pretty late in the game, you know. It's about like, you know, Chris pulling shit on us, you know. We got to be prepared. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris did say that we've, we've gotten to the halfway point, at least. We all have had secret one-on-one <laughs> group sessions with Chris. We all have something that the others don't know. <laughs> all right, well, you know what, Chris? Fuck Chris. Fuck Chris. <laughs> Here it is. It's all on the table, Seth Kurnunas. Uh, Kurnunas says, um, fine, I think, I think you're right. Allow me to, to go first. And he, um... He kind of, like, looks really uncomfortable for a second. And he, uh, he reaches down under, um, under the... He, he's wearing, like, a, uh, like a t-shirt. And he reaches under it, and you see him kind of, like, fumble under the clothes for a second, and then pulls out his vine whip and sets it on the coffee table. And he says, um, if we want everything to be on the table, I didn't mean to literally put something on the table, but I am not a god. Okay. What? What do you mean? That's your shtick. <laughs> yes. I suppose it was, Baron. I I guess more accurately, I am not a god anymore. Oh, okay. For a second I, I thought you th- literally pulled the biggest con. <laughs> I've history. just been doing I've just been pretending really well. Um, <laughs> yeah, like seriously. <laughs> I I didn't even know you could lose your god status. Yeah, it's not it is unpleasant. Uh, no offense to you, being immortal is significantly worse, but I was stripped of my title and powers because I was not doing something that seemed A, impossible, and B, unconscionable. What what did they want you to do? They needed blood. A lot of blood. And I got some blood, and some of it was Baron's blood. <laughs> <laughs> Bear's like, wait, what? (laughs) Bear's just like, oh. Yeah, um, so that was was the whole thing. Okay, and because you weren't able to get this blood, they stripped you of your god status? It's worth mentioning that Enif was there for all but the Baron blood taking. Or no, Enif was there for two of the blood taking and Baron was there for the other two. No, I, I think he never actually did. He actually ever take the blood from the two people from the cold. I think they just agreed to give it to him. I think they did That's it true. right outside the diner. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I remember they they ended up uh, like pricking their finger or something like that, and kind of complimented them on not cutting right across the hand, the palm. Yeah. <laughs> it's foolish. So foolish. Um, <laughs> I had been tasked with retrieving the blood of four humans, but I refused to do it in a way that harmed anyone, and it took too long. Did it have to harm them? No. I got I got Barons. I didn't take that from him without permission. <laughs> well, in in the way that all blood needs to be taken out of a body and it is harm, I suppose yes, it did have to harm them. However, <laughs> I did not I did not take blood from anyone who did not give it willingly. Well, I'm I'm sorry you had to lose your god status over that. Is is there any way you can get it back without the blood part? Um, I'm, I'm figuring that out. What if you had blood? I don't think it needs blood. I don't think blood is the answer. One way, one way or the other, I don't think I need more blood. <laughs> I think like rolling right up his sleeves. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, he was weighing whether or not to like to stick his hand out. Um, I do not currently. He, he's, he sees that. He says, "I do not currently need more blood." Thank you. 
<laughs> I'm already swimming in it. Don't worry about it. Yes, for the for the first time, I have more than enough mortal blood in my mortal coil. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I'm sorry that you lost your godhood. For what it's worth, maybe this is for the best. I've been defending humans, and I guess also killing them. Now I know what it's like to be one, more than ever. So, if you- Do you all- hold on a minute, do you have to sleep every night? For the most part. I'm so tired. <laughs> all the time. When was the last time you actually slept? I, uh... I slept yesterday. Okay. But I, I so... got- I'm so tired. I, I didn't sleep last night. Do you have to? I mean, you don't have generally. to. It's, it's recommended. Your body will shut you down should. eventually if you don't. Oh, God. Not God. <laughs> My apologies. I, I've actually been making a concerted effort the whole podcast to never use that phrase because Grunun is. <laughs> so, if you're mortal now, what what happened to Balanos? Is she still here? Uh, yes, she's still around. Unaffected. I can apparently no longer transmute with the forest or teleport or hear the voices of other deities or go nights without sleeping. You've lost all your powers? Not all of them. I can still do some magic. And he, uh, I don't know, casts some, some trivial magic that is not going to require me rolling dice to, to show all that. I pictured was All I pictured was you just pulling a card out of nowhere in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> just imagining a shower of harmless sparks, I think, is what happens. <laughs> I still know more than, I suppose, most spellcasters about where magic comes from and how it works. So I've got that going for me, and I can still, I can still manipulate the minds of others, but it's just different. And you know a lot about the pantheon. I, the pantheon, no longer communicates with me. I know of them, but their actions, their, their current actions, I suppose, are a mystery. You said that Irish Kegel was looking to get Iris back. How worried should we be? I don't... Irish Kegel is, is driven, but she's not... I don't think she's going to actively move against us, necessarily. Um, but I also don't entirely trust her. She's always... She has treated me with respect... For a very long time, and instead of just taking Iris, she came to me and asked. So, that says something. Okay. So she maybe can be reasoned with in a way. Anyone else have any fun secrets, or is, um, am I the only one who's causing these problems? I honestly, I'm like, I'm actually seriously racking my brain, and I don't think Enif has any. I think Enif said everything. Because <laughs> uh, all I'm the, the secrets guy. that exist, Enif just genuinely doesn't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's true. Oh, um before the, the whole static incident I did meet with that weird vampire monster thing we fought at the uh the concert. Wait, you did? You oh. met, hold hold on, you met. I mean they ran into me, technically. I didn't go out of my way to meet them. And they just let you walk away? What did they want from you? Well, they didn't want anything actually. They just wanted to talk and they're actually kind of, yeah, not really violent towards me for once. Um, I think their general point was really that 
using whatever's behind this. I mean, obviously we've been fighting monsters, but whatever we just dealt with, you know, like kind of where it was more like some opposing force. I think that's kind of what we have to deal with from now on. I don't think we're going to be really fighting monsters. You said that they're inefficient, basically. So it's not going to be as easy dealing with whatever happens in this town. So four humans, four now mortal humans up against even worse monsters than we were barely defeating before. Yay. It occurs to me that I... I <laughs> yes, we are in a worse position than we were before. But hey, um, the agency isn't trying to kill us, apparently. Not the lower levels of the agency, maybe. You know, I don't know, really. That's a good point. You, you Kernunos, and maybe you guys have, as a whole, had more experience with them. You have, or had, uh, a friend in the agency, Franks. Um, Agent Mendez has given me so far no reason not to trust her. Do we trust the agency as a whole? Or do we only trust select people in the agency? I think only select people in the agency. I mean, they they were behind a lot of the funding for whatever the Polymer Labs is doing. The research is not always bad. I mean... Yeah. He looks at, like, Kernunos. <laughs> we've had a case... <laughs> we've had a case of having to exchange a soul for research, but... Maybe that wasn't fruitless. Maybe their research into magic and whatever they're looking into at Polymer Labs isn't inherently bad. It's true, but we they know a lot about us. They know where to find us. They know where we are. We don't really know anything about them. And our only contact is... Uh an amnesiac now. That's true. Well, not our only contact, but... Uh, perhaps we can put a little trust in Agent Mendez. Yes. I think we need to do a few things before the next monster or, or, or whatever the, the forest has planned. Whatever comes next, there's a few things I think we need to do first. Which are... We need to verify whether the agency is helping or hurting us. And I think we need to figure out what what we're going to do about the cult. Well, the information I... When I spoke with... Um, God, what's his name again? <laughs> I think. Larry. Larry. Yeah. Um, I think it was when, Lenny. When I spoke with Larry in the hospital... I think it was Lenny. His experience... Um, was the exact same as mine. Some strange child came into um, his store and exploded, basically. And I'm not sure why, but it seems like the cult is tracking down members that have defected and using child 
golems to destroy them, or at least try. Uh, Larry had told me that before or after I left, when he was still there, that the cult leaders had gone down a very, very dark path. And I'm starting to think that whatever they did might be responsible for all of this. I think I think there's a connection. I agree. As you say that... Um, there better not be a goddamn I... kid at the door. <laughs> no. God, I hope so. I hope not. That's... This Isaac, is your 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 phone starts ringing. Oh. Uh, he looks at the up. ID. Uh, it is a phone number. It is a local number, but he does not come up with a caller ID. I don't think Isaac would answer a phone number he doesn't know. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's entirely fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, the phone rings, and then after um, it. 30 or so seconds, uh, you get a new one new voicemail. He'll listen to the voicemail. Alright, you uh, answer the voicemail, and you hear a voice you, you... It is vaguely familiar to you. You've heard this voice somewhere before, but I, I think it was just in passing, nothing you've no one you've specifically met, and you hear the voice go, uh, Hello, is, is this uh, Isaac? I, I got your number from sc- Scary Girl Priyanka, uh, my, my name is Charles, I'm doing some research into something that's happening in the town, and I was told you might know something.